News and Weather Station. And good afternoon. Thank you for tuning in. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. I am your host, Casey Hendrickson. To the rescue, Amy Drake. Amy, how you doing? Thank you so much for rescheduling. I'm doing well. Yeah, I appreciate that. Uh, Congressman Banks got roped into a meeting, and I, I had Amy on a little bit later, but now it looks like he would be butting up against your interview, so you were able to come on a little bit earlier. I appreciate you being flexible. Um, I wanted to talk. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but I wanted to talk about this article that you have in the Federalist. Uh, Indiana governor wants 29 times more funding for the bureaucracy that brutalized public health. Did I read that right? He wants 25, 29 times more funding, not percent more, but times more. Um, right now, our our public health offices in Indiana altogether they get 6.9 million dollars. He wants to raise that number to 200 million annually. So, yes, 29 times as Holy much. Holy smokes. And we kind of looked at this on the national level not that long ago. But you know, when you're looking at this, what is the reasoning that they have to want to go ahead and in, increase the budget so much now that the emergency, okay, air quote, the emergency is over with? Why do they want to increase this budget so much? What is the, the reasoning behind it? Why is it necessary in their in their opinion? Well, it's interesting. Like, the, the, yeah, can I back up a little bit with you? Yeah, on yeah, that? yeah. Please do. Um, okay, so you know, in 2021, we had our legislators here at the state house pretty much rebuke the way public health handled um, all the lockdowns here in Indiana. Mm-hmm. And what they did was they told the health officers they could no longer issue these unilateral orders because everybody was, you know, flipping out everywhere. Um, so we did that, and a few months later. Holcomb called a public health commission together. So he organized this big, you know, big commission to study public health. They were supposed to look at the positives and the negatives of public health. I was really nervous about this commission because I figured they would just come back and ask for money. And that's what they did. Um, And if you look at this report, there is nothing in there about how they handled COVID. And if anything, the last thing we want public health to do in Indiana is grow in money and in workforce after what they did to us. Right. Um, and that's exactly what this money calls for. And it also calls for centralizing public health in Indiana um, and actually getting to the point where local officials will sign off and give decision making authority to um, the state. And in going through COVID, what we know is that our local officials were kind of our measure of safety um, from from the state department. So the last thing we want to do is be. Um, even more connected to them at this point. So they obviously didn't get the message. Um, they have not acknowledged any errors in their ways. Um, and now we are supposed to give them all this power. Now, what is the reason for this dollar amount? I mean, is there a specific reason or are they just like, ah, we just want a nice, big, juicy round, you know, 200 million. Uh, was there? It you, was. Go ahead. Yeah, it, it was figured. I, You know, I can't remember the exact dollar amount now, but. But what they basically did was they looked at all all public health funding in the country and they said, well, and I don't remember, this could be wrong, but it was something like we're doing $54 per person and we want it to be at, I think it's 91, something like that. And so they said, so let's just raise it to that. That was exact. That was all they did to come up with that number, which is, you know, very crude. Now, what is, again, you're looking at the state of Indiana and I understand that there are other parts of the state that, you know, have some issues. There's certainly an issue with, you know, unhealthy lifestyles in many parts of the state. You know, people in Indiana do tend to be overweight. Um, there's still large swaths of the state that are engaged in smoking. And, and I know that there are, you know, previous 
movements in the state government to try and reduce those efforts. But I mean, I'm just trying to understand how we get to, and I know that I'm trying to you know make logic out of something that's illogical here, Amy, but you know, how is it that, you know, those programs we already have, which cost us $6.9 million per year, what are they going to do that is going to increase their scope so much? We need 200 million a year now. And how does this throw in into the, the basically the, a wrench into the machine when we're talking about a proposal to get rid of the state income tax. We're talking about issuing taxpayer refunds, and now there's $200 million per year, poof, just gone? Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, it's just amazing um, how, how much they're asking for. And it's really, you know, for them to be able to claim that, that big government is going to come in here and fix mental health and fix, um, you know, and, and look at mental health. That's one of the areas that, um, Holcomb said he was focused on with this money, right. you know, in fixing. Like public health is going to come in here and fix mental health. I mean, they have done so much to hurt mental health with the lockdowns. I mean, we look at all of the kids that are still damaged, that were isolated from their friends, um, that that had their like senior year of high school cut off. You know, kids that went to college that were you know forced to social distance and stay in their dorms by themselves. We had, you know, raised suicide rates. We have people using, you know, substance abuse, you know, substance abuse. All of these things, the idea that a big government bureaucracy, the one that hurt us so bad is going to come in and fix our mental health is ridiculous. I mean, the fact that they think they're going to, you know, bring our smoking rates way down or um, they're going to make everybody less fat. You know, if your personal doctor can't do that, why do they think a government program is going to suddenly fix it? So, um you know, Holcomb is known for these big spending programs, and he's obviously not in touch with with any real Republicans. Now, one of the things that really concerned me in your article, and again, we're talking with Amy Drake, uh, county councilwoman, but also wrote an article here in The Federalist. Uh, again, Governor Holcomb is proposed to uh, take our annual uh, health spending from $6.9 million to $200 million. And he's not really just going to, you know, give this now. Like, from the state budget, this is just not going to go to the counties. So there's an additional... One, you're getting requirements from the counties to get this money, which means your local governments are going to get more tyrannical, right, Amy? And then on top of that, there's going to be expenses that local governments don't have to pay that now they will have to pay in order to go ahead and meet this this new funding match because it's an 80-20 rule, is it not? Right. So so what they want to do is set up this overall program where you have to opt into it. Your county commissioners have to opt into it. Right now, our, our local governments cover most of the cost of their public health. They want to switch that around. So all the money is coming from the state. And when you hear how much money they're going to give you. Right. Right. Like, you know, they're there's almost all going to flip. There. Right. Right. Yeah. And they're all and, and they're and some of these little small health departments can't meet their funding you know, can't can't meet all the requirements anyway. So the idea of having a lot of funding and them saying no, well, they're, they're going to have to say yes, yes to this. So you're going to have all these people that feel like the financial incentive to join is there. Um, and then for those people that, you know, maybe don't want the strings, what was interesting about all the discussions with this uh, plan is when they were putting it together, um, Luke Kenley, who's, who's the former appropriations chair, who's um, one of the co-chairs of the Public Health Commission, you know, he was saying – you know, all those questions everybody had about like how they didn't like the governor's mandates or how they, they had questions. They didn't want to be told to vaccinate. Um, you know, they wanted their local leaders to have to have power. Well, th- this way that we'll all be on the same page. In other words, if you sign into our program, we're not going to have all these questions about what was right or what was wrong or what you don't like. You know, we're all going to be on the same page. You're going to do what we say. So that that to me is one of the most concerning strings that's going to be in here. And like, 
for us, like St. Joe County, you know, if they offer us, you know, whatever, you know, $5 million, right, and, and whatever they're going to offer us, and if we would say no because we don't want those strings where the state can now tell us, you know, whether we have to have a mask mandate or whatever, um, then our, our constituents are going to be mad, too, because we're, we're turning down money that, that they may think will help them their health. Right. So, you know, they're putting putting us in a tough position. You know, we're either going to say no to our constituents, we don't care about their health, or we're saying yes to government strings and, and more bureaucracy in our, in our counties. Well, that's exactly what Governor Holcomb wanted to do, and he doesn't have to answer for it in another election, so why not? Um, and in addition to this, too, and, and I'll link to Amy's article in The Federalist in The Daily Show Prep today, but there's uh, you wrote that there's 10 additional statutory duties that are now going to be incumbent upon those counties as well, uh, which are, again, they, that all has to be funded, you know, by the taxpayer and the constituency there. So this is very, very concerning. And, and uh, hopefully, I mean, do you have any bearing here on, on how this, this would be played out in, in our legislature? Well, you know, I have really worked to spread the message. Um, I know that that some other organizations are working to spread the message, too. Um, I'm hopeful. I mean, we have a pretty conservative uh, house. I hope they realize. I mean, I can't imagine that you're you're looking at something to be funded 20 times the rate at where it's at now. And you're just like, sure, OK, no problem. Um, and and with that idea of how bad all the uh, COVID lockdowns were yeah. to, to our society. So I'm hoping the combination will keep them rational and, and, you know, but you never know at the Senate, the Senate is always kind of carries Holcomb's projects. Um, so we need all, all, everybody who's in your audience, if you've got, you know, a public official that you're close with a Senator or representative, you know, contact them because they need to hear that. We don't, we don't want this, you know, yeah. this is a waste of money. For and, us. and part of these terms too, are basically that you're turning over authority to the state here. We're going to make all those decisions. Whereas, there was at least a little bit of that decision-making process throughout COVID held at the local level that would go away with this, which is ultimately the goal. Amy Drake, again, St. Joseph right. County Councilwoman in uh, South Bend. Thank you so much for the time. Great article, great piece. We'll link to it. And uh, we appreciate you being flexible with your schedule today. Thank you. Bye-bye. Right. You take care. So I will post this up on social media, but it will also be in the daily show prep at btmedia.news. It's also on btmedia.news. If you go into the, the news section under the uh, conservative news aggregator, just go to the Federalist, and you should see the link directly to the article there as well. We've got more coming up. News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. You can watch live, rumble.com slash Casey the Host, Odyssey at Casey the Host, or listen live in the MNC app, which is totally free to download, or online at 95.3mnc.com.